Erevin, Perik Vav, Mishnah Gimel, 6.3. So we've established in the past couple of Mishnayas that if Jews want to carry in a place where there's a common living area, like a chatzer, a courtyard, they have to set up a Erev, which means that they pull some food, and it's as if when they put the basket of food, let's say A and B live around a courtyard, so they put A and B put some matzah in a box, they put the box in Mr. A's house, and it's as if Mr. B lives in Mr. A's house there to some degree, um, to the point that um, a and B are, are uh, like a, a consortium. They're a team, and they can. There's no difference really between the carrying rights in the chaser and in A and B. They're sort of unified areas now. So I just want to. Exp- and the plan B is if that is fails to happen, if they don't set up an air before Shabbos. There is such a possibility of bitzel rishus. Uh, Mr. B can essentially cede his rights to the chaser, leaving A the only stakeholder left in the Chatzar in terms of carrying things, and therefore now it's again one um, unified area. Now I want to just um, make sure this is clear. I think this is pretty abstract, and I'm going to try to illustrate it here the best I can for you, make it more intuitive. So again, let's say you have um, Mr. A and Mr. B living around the courtyard, and you want it to color code um, the different zones. So you'd actually need to have Mr. A would live in a blue home, and Mr. B would live in a red home, and there would be on the map a third, the the um, the chatzar between them would have to be in purple. It's a different legal zone because there A and B both have rights to carry. Um, in contrast, B has no business in Mr. A's home and A has no business in Mr. B's home. So there's three separate zones. When you set up an Arab, what's happening is, at least with respect to carrying, um, they're becoming one combined area. And so there's only one color required for Shabbos, just for argument's sake. Um, purple, which would include it's all like A and B incorporated. They're, they're a unit and they carry amongst themselves freely within that zone. Now, of course, when they make the basket of bread and put it in Mr. A's house, it doesn't mean Mr. B um, has free reign in Mr. A's house. It just means in terms of rights for carrying things, it's a unified area. So um, I think this is important to understand. You know, when you when you cede rights, you give rights. So it's not an all-or-nothing proposition. This is, I think, commonly the case you know if i lend you my pen for the day you have rights to use my pen but you can't sell it you can't break it you can't necessarily i, I object to you using it to i don't know what scratch your back or something um you have limited rights when a, an isha's nickness because of star and be when a man acquires nickness Kenyon acquires a, a a wife a woman he's not owning her person um if she finds the middle rights that doesn't belong to him he can't make her eat her you know, Brussels sprouts, a liver, if she doesn't want to. He doesn't own her. Just he's acquiring certain rights, the rights of marriage. So now no one else could marry her. She's now only only eligible to be his wife with that Kenyan, etc. So maybe a use, most useful metaphor for the Erevin would be something like like an economic union, see like or, you know, a free trade zone. Let's think of, you know, the European economic, European economic um, community, like the EU, let's say the EU. So the EU, you got, you know, France and Germany decide to have porous borders in terms of trade. And you can transfer goods back and forth between France and Germany without taxation, etc., and with a common currency and so on. That doesn't mean that Germany has given up its sovereignty and now the Frenchman can run amok in Germany or vice versa. Right? Both France and Germany are retaining uh, many rights to their own um, zones, um, but they are agreeing to merge their zones as far as trade goes, let's say, limited to that. So, so too in the world of Erevin, there's still a Mr. A and Mr. B who live 
around the courtyard. And Mr. A still will retain sovereignty over his home and be the same, but they're merging as much as allowing carrying to happen between A's home, B's home, and the common area between the chatzir freely. Okay, so now, what happens if, this is our mission's concern, what happens if there's three guys, A, B, and C, let's say, live around the courtyard, and instead of making Erev, combining their homes and the courtyard between them into a single ABC incorporated zone where they can carry freely, Mr. C, let's say, forgot to participate or neglected to participate or wasn't able to participate in the making of the Erev. So that means A and B got together and they put some matzah in a basket, and Mr. C never contributed any matzahs, so he's not part of the consortium. So the problem is now, um, A and B are kind of incorporated, if you will, their pool as a consortium, and A and B incorporated have rights, joint rights, um, to the chatzer, but there's another person, Mr. C, who has his own rights to the chatzer, and he's not part of the consortium. So it's the same as if he had just two people that haven't done an Erev at all. So Mr. C's um, independent, non-merged rights to carry in the shared space of the chatzer make the chatzer now like a publicish place, and the original problem has come back or never left. So A and B are forbidden, they're restricted to carry in the chatzer because C was a holdout and didn't participate in the Erev, and yet he has some rights to carry in the chatzer. So the solution could be, if he, if it's Shabbos has come, he no longer can participate in the Eruv, but what he can do, as we said, is cede his rights. He can, um, called Bittu Rishos, he can really f- um, forgo his rights to carry in that common area of the Chatzir. That doesn't mean that Mr. C says, I won't walk through the Chatzir, I won't, you know, whatever, I won't do anything. The only thing he's, he's ceding is his rights to carry into the Chatzir. I won't transfer from my home, private home, into the Chatzir. And by so doing, by relinquishing his um, rights to carry in the chatzer, so now the only party left who has rights to carry in the chatzer is AB Incorporated, which is a single entity, a single consortium, and now you're back to having solved the problem of A and B's homes and in the sep- you know, severally, and the A and B's, the chatzer, A and B jointly have rights, um, and there's no other person sees out of the picture because he ceded his rights. He foregoed, he relinquished his rights to carry in the chatzer. So that's what the Mishnah says over here. And the Mishnah says, Anshe chatzer sheshachach. If, um, I'm sorry, I read that badly. Anshe chatzer sheshachach echad mehem velo erev. If there are um, residents around the courtyard and one of them forgot to participate in the erev, he didn't contribute his bread to the erev chatzeros. So now, the next part of what I'm about to say is not in the words of the Mishnah. You're liable to pull your hair out trying to figure out what's going on in the Mishnah if you don't have the Barthanura or me. Um, now you have to, like, so to speak, pencil in, either liter- literally or at least figuratively, what happens next. What happens next is Mr. C, the guy who forgot to participate in the Eruv, to solve the problem, to allow Mr. A and Mr. B to carry in the Chatzir, Mr. C says, uh, explicitly to them, I relinquish my rights to carry in the chatzer to you guys. I'm relinquishing my rights. And in so doing now, um, like I described before, C is out of the picture, and now all that's left in terms of who owns carrying rights in the chatzer, just A and B Incorporated, a single entity who have been united by the fact that they set up an Erev, and therefore um, carrying is going to be permitted for A and B and not for C. There's a side point a side point um, in the Mephorshim here, you may recall we discussed this very Mishnah, this topic back in the second paragraph, Mishnah Vav, Rebbe um, piped up on something. 
there's a total side point if if a person says Mr. C in this case says I'm relinquishing my rights um, but he doesn't explicitly say if he means to his own home or just to the Chatzir so according to the, the Mishnah here our Tanakama when he says he's relinquishing his rights he means to carry in the Chatzir but is retaining rights to carry in his own home he's not, his home isn't part of the picture okay Side point, Rabbi Yezer, back in the mission, 2.6, is, is disagreeing. And he says if a person says, I'm relinquishing my rights, he means also of his own private home. But putting that aside, so back here, the mission says, The man of the A, B, and C of the residents of the shared courtyard, around the courtyard, um, there was one who forgot to participate in the Erev, and therefore, in response, he agrees to um, cede his rights. He's mevatos or shus. He gives the rights away to these other two guys for Shabbos to carry. So then the consequences will be, again, you're sort of missing the verb here but of what just happened, but the consequences of what he did, which are unspoken, is it's forbidden to transfer in and out of Mr. C's home, both for him, Mr. C himself, as well as for them. Mr. A and Mr. B cannot transfer into Mr. C's house because Mr. C's house is in a totally different domain. C's house stands alone, and then there's A's home, B's home, which are connected through the consortium along with the chatzer, which was just A and B, and C is left out the picture. Okay? Again, if you go back and read this Mishnah, you're going to pull your hair out if you're not clear. There's a missing, so to speak, the verb of, you know, it reminds me of the old joke. Mark Twain and his buddy went to hear some lecture in Germany, and after a couple of minutes, the buddy wants to get up and leave because he doesn't understand the German. So Mark Twain says to him, aren't you going to stick around and wait for the verb? So here... <laughs> Here, you, you miss the verb. It doesn't say the bitl was just part of it. It just says they forgot to make an Arab, and therefore, unspoken, Mr. C's mavatal is rishus, and therefore the consequences are, Beso Asr Malachmas Lahotzi, his house is off limits, lo v'lehem, both for him and for them. Vishalahem, on the other hand, as far as Mr. A and Mr. B's private residence is, mutarim lo v'lehem. Both he, Mr. C, and they, Mr. A's and Mr. B, can carry in and out of A and B's homes into the Chatzir, because A and B and the Chatzir are all one unified zone um, as far as carrying goes, as far as transferring in and out goes. And that being the case, even Mr. C is allowed to transfer between A's home and the Chatzir or B's home and the Chatzir. The reason why is because Mr. C would be, so to speak, like a guest when you have a guest come to your home. So he doesn't live there, but he certainly can carry in your home and into the chatzer because it's your stuff and your zone that he is you know, participating in. Now, there is another alternative. If Mr. C neglected to participate in the Eruv and therefore you have a chatzer which has like two parties, you have AB Incorporated and Mr. C, and they both have rights, which makes it kind of a quasi-public place. So he said the natural solution would be for Mr. C to graciously relinquish his rights to A and B, and therefore it's just A and B Incorporated are the sole participants inside the Chatzir. But if he's not agreeable to that, there is another possibility. Instead, Mr. A and B could cede their rights to Mr. C. And if they, if Mr. A and B walk away from their rights to carry in the Chatzir, so only it's like a vacuum. All that's left in terms of who's allowed to carry in the Chatzir is Mr. C. And since it's just Mr. C, it'll be united with his home, and therefore C, Mr. C, his home, as well as um, the Chatzir, will be a single unit, Mr. C's domain, and therefore the Mishnah will say, Nasnu lo rishusan. If 
they, A and B, give their, meaning they cede their rights. They give their rights to carry, this is B'tzor B'shos, right? They're relinquishing their rights, meaning they're giving it to him, to be able to carry. Mr. C can carry in, in the Chatzar, and they won't. So then who mutar? Um, he is allowed to carry in and out of his house, vehen asurin, but they can't carry um, in and out of their homes because obviously all that's left is just see in his his exclusive use to use the chatzar for carrying stuff. Hayushnayim, the Vishnu says, if on the other hand there were two people, again, maybe get your pencil out, so to speak, and make a note of this, two people who failed to participate in the Eruv. So you got A, B, C, and D. A and B made an Eruv, C and D didn't. So Mr. C and D could also both do bits of Rishos, relinquish their rights, and therefore A and B incorporated could be the only participants, and you could carry in the Chatzir. But if C and D don't want to relinquish their rights, here we're going to say that in such a scenario, A and B can't give the rights to them either. It won't work. Because even if Mr. A and B incorporated the consortium, relinquished their rights to C and D um, severally, each one is separate, since neither a, neither C nor D can carry in the Chatzair, because it's still common. There's still both C and D have rights to carry. It's not Mu'rav, it's not combined, there's no consortium. Therefore, neither C nor D can carry in that. So therefore, a and B's giving of their rights to C and D is meaningless. It doesn't work. It'd be the tantamount to them saying, we're guests in both your houses. You can't be in you know, either one or the other. It's not going to work like that. And that being the case, it's ineffective. Meaning, even if A and B first say, listen, we relinquish our rights to you guys, you figure it out, and then C and D, one gives rights to the other, whatever it is, it's too late. It won't work. A and B simply cannot give their rights at the same time to C and D. At most, a and B could give their rights to one person. So that's what the Mishnah says here. Hayushnaim, there are two holdouts who didn't participate in the Erev, Mr. C and Mr. D. Osrin ze each one restricts the other one from carrying in the Chatzair, because each one has separate rights, so it's quasi-combined. Um, and that's true even if A and B try to give it to C and D. She'echad nosen rishus v'noto rishus, because an individual person, meaning Mr. C, for example, alone, if there's no D in the picture, he can do either or. He can either no sinrishus, he can either um, give permission, meaning cede his rights to A and B, letting A and B carry, or venotil rishus, he can take the rights from A and B if they'll concede them, meaning it's just C's domain, so C can carry into the chatzar, but A and B won't. But shnayim, if there are two participants, no sinrishus, they also, of course, each one could unilaterally relinquish his rights to the other two, allowing them to carry, but but two people can't um, both simultaneously take rights because they themselves are in conflict in terms of their existence restricts the other one from carrying anyway. So two of them um, separately can't accept the rights from A and B jointly to allow A and B to carry, so allow C and D to carry in the chutzar afterwards. A lot of words. I hope it's clear. It's a tricky Mishnah.